You're listening to the Traffic and Conversion Show. I'm your host, Michelle Fernandez, and today I am sharing the eight most important metrics to measure with your customer success. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Traffic and Conversion Show, where it's all about helping online entrepreneurs amplify their content, build their influence, and convert their leads into sales to grow a profitable business and a life they absolutely love. Now let's get this party started. Welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Are you on track with your Q1 goals? Well, no matter where you are, think about what you can do today to move one step closer to getting her done. Now, for me, the first time, for the first time, I actually hung up a whiteboard in my office where I can constantly be looking at my goals. And some of you might be thinking like, wait, what, Michelle? Whiteboards are such a necessity. Like, what's taking you so long to get with the game? Well, the real answer is I never really had a space to hang it before. And what I didn't tell you is that I've actually owned this whiteboard for a couple of years, and it's just been in the closet waiting for me to hang it. So there's that. All right. Anywho, I have four things written on it as of today. Number one is I have my Q1 top three, which are the three targets that I want to hit this quarter. And if I'm ever doing anything throughout the day, throughout the week, possibly the weekends, that is not aligned with hitting any of these top three, I don't do it. I literally just say no. I have a little bit of issues with boundaries. So this is really helping me stay on track. The second thing I have is the Q1 revenue. So what are the revenue goals that I wanna hit each month within that revenue goal? And halfway through January, I exceeded my goal with 16 days left in the month to go. So think about that. If you have that written down and you're coming in and you're focusing on your numbers, like how cool is it that you'll be able to exceed it, right? Maybe not every month, But with it being there, you just don't know what you might end up manifesting, right? Then I actually have two more things because I did something this weekend. So I ended up doing, I have one thing that says like one big deadline that I'm looking to hit by a certain date. So for me, it's by January 31st to have everything ready to launch my new product, right? And in a specific launch vehicle, okay? So then I have two more little things, and that is a Wednesday win. So what is something that I'm going to be working on this week that I am promising myself to honor my word to get it done by Wednesday, and then I could celebrate. And then last, I have a Friday finisher. So every Monday, I update this to do that one thing that I'm looking to get done by Friday, non-negotiable, okay? And I did add the Wednesday win in. Because the week before, I didn't get to finish my whole uh, Friday finisher. So I thought, hmm, how can I break this up where it would still give me time and like a little bit of grace to myself that I did make progress, maybe didn't finish it as a whole. However, I'm not going to wait a whole other week. So I called it a Wednesday win. Let's see how that goes. Maybe every week I won't have a Wednesday win, but I will definitely have a Friday finisher. Now, everything that we're doing, And the targets that we're shooting for are to impact people, right? Facilitate the transformations and serve, which is why today is all about how we measure the success of our customers to create predictable growth in our business. 
Now, I'm going to be sharing eight metrics that you should consider tracking. And listen, as you listen, I should say, be open to what you should either start doing or maybe if you're like, oh, I'm already doing that. What can you do to improve on in order to increase that metric, right? So a lot of times when we're looking at our KPIs or we're looking at our metrics, we don't have to think of going from like zero to 100, right? It's not like you're not in that, you know, speed race car, whatever that show my husband <laughs> watches on TV where they do that drag race. It's not necessarily like that to, you know, to rush to get to the, the end line. OK, so just think about if I could increase it by one percent, by two percent, whatever that is, don't think you need to go so big because then that just gets overwhelming. And sometimes, honestly, you may not even hit your goal because of it. Right. Too much pressure sometimes causes our you know, system to kind of go a little haywire. All right. So let's dive in. The first is your onboarding success rate. Think about this. When you onboard a client, that's your first impression. That's their first kickoff. So by measuring the success of this, measures the percentage of customers who successfully complete the onboarding process and become fully engaged with your product or your service, right? Your marketing and your sales team did a fabulous job of getting the new customers. So keeping this metric high will most likely reduce the refund cost as your new customer is going to feel so supported and less likely to have buyer's remorse. So think about what can you do to increase that onboarding process, that experience for your customers, right? Remember, it's it's like that first impression. What can I, I joined a program last year and I have never been so wowed in this program or in any program that I was like, I'm going to implement some of those things in my program because I was so blown away and it really got me taking action quicker than later, right? Because think about that. You want them to start engaging. You want them to start diving into the content because until they get in there and they actually start doing the work, they're not going to get the transformation or the result, right? So just be thinking about that. What might you do to improve that onboarding process to increase your onboarding success rate? Then there is your first call resolution, which measures the percentage of the customer support calls or emails are that are resolved on the first touch point. Okay. So when you're looking to have this as like high, you want this percentage to be high, it indicates that your customer support team is effective and efficient at resolving the customer issues. Okay. So How quickly is your team responding to support emails or questions inside your communities? Really dive in and take a look at this. And here's something that I'd like you to consider because I've even considered like, well, how might I do this? I don't know about you, but when I go through a course and I have this learning, I do map out every Sunday night, I map out what is my learning going to be for the week. However, we all know that sometimes our weeks just get a little crazy, like things come up, we have things with the kids or our spouses, like we're we're busy, right? And the weekend is a great time for us to be like, okay, I'm going to block out a chunk of time on Saturday morning or Sunday afternoon, whatever it is for you. And if that's what your clients do as well, and they can't log in, or they're stuck on a question, maybe not a coaching question, 
but something particular, what are you doing from there that could possibly be like set you apart from your competition and the type of support that you're providing? Because, I mean, you do need to give your team time off on the weekends. However, what could you do that could maybe get ahead of the game for some of these people? Because then what happens? Then they're like, oh, I like I had it planned out to work on a few hours on the weekend. And now I'm so far behind. And then it kind of creates this snowball effect for them to complete something, right? Whether it's their reasons or excuses or not, they were not able to access your course or get through because they had this one question or something that they were stuck in in order for them to move on. So just keep that in mind, okay? All right, the next up is retention rate. Retention rate measures the percentage of customers who continue to do business with your company over a given period of time. Now, the goal is to keep people in your program longer, or go up your value ladder, right? Because that usually means that your customers are satisfied and then they become loyal to your brand, right? Because they're getting these awesome results. I can guarantee you, no one is going to stay with you if they're not getting results, right? Okay, so renewal rate. This measures the percentage of customers who renew their subscription or contract with your business, okay? A high renewal rate indicates that your customers, again, are satisfied and they see value in continuing to do business or continuing to stay in that membership, okay? Continue to order those subscription boxes, okay? Now, the renewal rate should not be confused with the churn rate, Churn rate me- measures the percentage of customers who cancel or stop doing business with your company over a period of time. If your churn rate is low, that indicates that your customers are just not happy or satisfied with your products or services. Okay. So think about those two. I know they sound very familiar. However, when we're talking about creating predictable growth or creating predictable income, so um, you could be looking into the future and, and being able to say, OK, I know I'm going to have this much revenue coming in because of my retention rate. That'll also show you your run rate, not on the customer success side, but your run rate on what your predictable income is going to be, like how much income is coming in month after month. And then if you can increase your churn rate, well, now that goes into the retention where you can measure what your revenue is going to be. Is this making sense? Okay. So the idea is to figure out how you can reduce the churn rate and increase the retention rate. And then there are two different things, customer success, both ways, and then revenue really is with retention. Okay. So what are you doing to keep your customers happy and satisfied with their results to retain them? Okay. So here's a tip. The other day I was speaking with a customer that is turning their course, like so they have just a regular course, into a 12-month membership. So on the sales page, they had it, it, like the messaging said, after the 12 months, you will have learned XYZ. So I asked the customer, hey, if somebody could renew for another 12 months, if they wanted, like, is that a thing? Like, would you be able to offer? And he's like, well, yeah, like, why? And I said, well, when it comes down to messaging, everything you do or say, like you write or you say or whatever, it's planting the seed, right? So you're getting them to be shifting a belief, right? Overcoming objective. 
So think about this. You're planting the seed that they only need to be in this thing for 12 months because at the end you'll have blah, blah, blah. So we change the copy and the page to go from like during your time with us or while you're with us, you will be learning X, Y, Z. We're going to rock with you for, you know, with you for support as long as you need because each new level you get to in your business, there will be different things to learn. There'll be different questions to ask. Does this make sense? So really take a look at what you have going on and how you can improve these two. These two are super duper important in creating that predictable, profitable growth in your business. All right, then you have your net promoter score. This measures customer loyalty and satisfaction by asking customers how likely they are to recommend your products or services to others on a scale of zero to 10, right? So you always, anytime you give somebody like numbers, like a scale like that, you want to tell them zero is the lowest, 10 is the highest, right? Because some people, the way their minds work, their brains work, they might think, oh, I'm going to give them a number one because I feel like they're number one not like they're a 10. So think about that anytime you, um, that's just like one of those NLP things. Okay. I mean, who does not love a free lead, right? A highly qualified lead and a lead that is most likely going to buy from, from you because someone who basically is warm, right? Someone who they trust gave them that referral versus if somebody just came in and they were ice cold. Because that's really what a referral is. They are speaking on your behalf. They are validating for you, okay? And here's the thing. Sometimes people won't refer you, not because they don't like you, but it's because you haven't asked. Everyone in their own is in their own world, doing their own thing, working on their own business. However, if you stop and ask them and possibly incentivize them, like what's in it for them, They would totally do it in a heartbeat. And I can guarantee you more people, if you are getting them true transformations, that they are changing their lives, they're changing their businesses, and they're just bringing so much joy and peace or whatever in their life, they would do it all day long, right? You just got to ask. Okay, next up is the customer lifetime value. Now, this measures the amount of revenue a customer is expected to generate for your business over the lifetime of them being a customer. So when it comes to predictable growth, this is vital because you'll know that with every customer that comes through the door, how long they're going to stay with you and how much they're going to spend with you. So this does take a while to create. I know I've talked about lifetime customer value before. So if you're just starting out or like maybe you're like, oh, I've never tracked that, right? Now is the time, okay? So if you've been at it for a minute, definitely take some time, like write it somewhere, maybe not this quarter, maybe next quarter or this month or what have you, but assign it to someone on your team. You take the time out and figure it out, okay? Think about, you can just go through your your, um, kind of like your customer list And you'll be able to figure that out. It takes a little bit, but you'll get it. Okay. So these customer success metrics, if I can get the word out, (laughs) are crucial for measuring the health of your business and ensuring the growth and success of your company. By tracking these metrics, you can identify areas for improvement and 
definitely make data-driven decisions to drive that customer satisfaction and retention. Now, remember, these metrics are just the tip of the iceberg. These are just some of the metrics to be tracked to create predictable growth. So be sure to stay tuned on all the latest strategies and tactics to stay ahead of the competition. Like, I got your back. I will always bring you all the good stuff right here on the Traffic and Conversion Show. And if you want to work with me on creating predictable growth in your business, head over to predictablegrowthaccelerator.com to learn more. I appreciate you so much for being here with me today. Cheers to creating raving customers and creating predictable growth in your business. Until next time, let's grow your business together. There's never been a more crowded market in the online world. And every day you are constantly fighting the masses for attention of your ideal client. And we all know that in order to have a successful business is by keeping a steady flow of new leads and sales. And in order to get that, you need a steady flow of new followers to be able to build new relationships and make connections. Getting a steady flow of new followers in such a crowded market is easier than you think. I've created a simple strategy that will help you cut through the noise and connect with your ideal clients quickly and effectively so they will want to work with you. It's all about connecting and converting new leads in 45 seconds and turning those eternal scrollers into paying clients in just 45 seconds. Whether you're still growing organically or ready to pour some money into paid advertising, this simple strategy will bring in new leads who are warmed up and ready to hand over their cash. If you're tired of wasting time and money on trying to stand out, then you're going to want to grab my guide at themichellefernandez.com forward slash four five to help you stand out from the crowd so you can scale with ease.